Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary. Every week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. And today we welcome our guest, District Governor-elect David Green. You are the District Governor-elect of Rotary 7210, which is the district we're all in, Jonah and I, in New York. Right, Hudson Valley District. Good morning, David. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. How are you? Just fantastic. Now, David, uh, for those who might be tuning in for the first time, tell us briefly, what is Rotary? Rotary is an organization of 1.2 million uh, Rotarians around the world, uh, which are in uh, over 200 countries and 33,000 clubs. Well, that's fantastic. 1.2 Rotarians around the world. And um, how did you become a Rotarian? Well, I was looking to be involved in an organization uh, such as Rotary and uh I had the opportunity to join it back in 1997. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. You've been a Rotarian for quite a while then. Well, I'm, um, we have uh, Rotarians uh, in our district. Some of them have been much longer, 40, 50 years. So I'm kind of. Well, let me, put, let me put a finer point on my question. You're young. You're a young man. And that's how old were you when you were inducted? Uh, in, do you mind telling us? Well, Sarah, thank you for that compliment. What, what do you <laughs> say to me, Jonah? I'm what? What? Y- younger than springtime. Younger than springtime, <laughs> are you? Yeah, th- this is for you're the ladies my, at home. For the ladies at home, he's a good-looking fella, all right? Uh, apparently, he's single. I mean, you're not supposed to tell things like that, It oh, says Sarah. on the sheet I can do oh, it. all right. <laughs> you are correct. I'm single, but uh, there's somebody I'm very interested in. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, David, uh, so you, what, what club did you join when you joined Rotary? I joined the New Windsor Cornwall Rotary Club. That's an excellent club. Very active, very fine club. And um, what kind of things do you do with the New Windsor Club? What kind of service projects? Well, they have had a project that uh, one of their hallmark projects was around the holidays providing food baskets uh, to those individuals, needy individuals uh, in the community. Yeah, now, becoming district governor is a big deal. It means you're sort of the big daddy of Rotarians all through the Hudson Valley. Um, did you first get off uh, an officership in the club? I... Uh, I served all through the ranks of the club. I've served as secretary, uh, vice chairman, uh, and vice president, and president of the club. And that's 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 a big commitment, and and that is a uh, commendable of you. And again, then you go from the club level. You got involved on what we call the district level. Yes, Sarah. I've I've served uh, as district secretary on two opportunities, and uh, I've also served as assistant governor uh, twice. Two times. I think that's when I first met you. Was at a um, big, a big function, and you were an assistant governor at the time, a couple of years ago. And so now you're going to be the big Kahuna. It's interesting. I uh, served as district secretary, then um, went to assistant governor, back to district secretary to assistant governor. So I guess you keep doing it till you get it right. You keep and, do- oh, you get a lot of practice. And there. what what will you jo- what will your job be as district governor? What will you be doing in the coming year? Which it starts at July first, right? July first. Uh, I see myself as working with the clubs uh, as a bridge between Rotary International and the clubs. We have gone through the process of training our clubs and our officers in those clubs uh, for the new year, the presidents, presidents of the Let's. Now, you've touched on something which I think is 
somewhat unique to Rotary Clubs. It is a volunteer organization, a service organization that, as you pointed out, is global-wide. Um, but there there are uh, trainings and workshops and seminars and exchanges of information and gatherings. I mean, in fact, we just had one, what was it, last weekend, Jonah? Right. For our district. Mount St. Mary and, College. Right, which yep. is terrific a terrific time and a lot of exchanging and training goes on there that was our uh, district assembly and go ahead it was a very enthusiastic event as well as our, our pets what we uh, refer to our president of that training session which was earlier um in april and in both instances we had a uh, very great enthusiasm from those president let's attend it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i'm very pleased with the outcome we had a tremendous outcome last week uh uh, as far as individual participation from the clubs, uh, we had uh, approximately over 120 um, Rotarians from our uh, district attending the district assembly. That And that's a nice show of support. That's a nice show of Rotarians. We're getting ready for another big event at the end of May, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah. It's our district conference. And what goes on there? Well, remember, this is a family show. <laughs> <laughs> I at the district conference, at the district conference, uh, we highlight the year uh, that was uh, for our uh, district governor this year, Jeffrey Keon, and the many projects that our clubs and our district has uh, accomplished, and those are highlighted. And um, as well, then we have uh, some fellowship as well, uh, because there is uh, part of being in Rotary is the fellowship uh, and the uh, friendships that develop absolutely. relationships. And now, a lot of these things that go on that we celebrate on the club level and district level, that all dovetails into the real mission of Rotary International, which let's talk a little bit about that. For I think I think most people know, but for our listeners that don't, for example, polio eradication is one of them. Can you speak to that? Sure. Uh, er, polio eradication is the number one priority of uh, Rotary. And that has been since uh, 1985. Back then, it was about approximately 350 cases of rotary uh, uh, polio in 125 countries. And by 2008, that has been uh, through vaccination of children, that has been brought down to approximately 1,600 cases. So it's been a dramatic improvement in uh, eradication efforts of polio. You and I, of course, are too young to remember polio in our lives. But However, Jonah can give us some historical... <laughs> yeah, you know, when I first became an active Rotarian, Sarah, you're quite right. I was amazed to see that, pol- uh, that Rotary had this initiative to eradicate polio because I had assumed, quite wrongly, that polio had been eradicated around the world because mm-hmm. it's basically been eradicated here in the United in States the since States. the mid-1950s with, sure. the, with the miracle of the Salk and Sabin vaccines. Uh, as I said before on these microphones, I remember the day that my Cub Scout uh, pack visited a fellow Cub Scout who was in an iron lung who had come down with polio. And I've worked with people who are uh, survivors. polio survivors who uh, still wear braces on their legs or uh, are now getting post-polio syndrome, uh, a little bit chronic fatigue in their, in their 60s. So uh, it's it's very commendable that, that Rotary does this. And, uh, in fact, David... Um, why don't you share with us uh, what's happened with Bill Gates, the founder of Microsoft, what he's done, being so impressed what Rotary's done about the eradication of polio. Yes. Uh, Bill Gates has been partnering with Rotary uh, since 2007. Back in 2007, uh, the Gates Foundation, Bill and Melinda Gates, uh, provided a grant to Rotary in the amount of 100 
million dollars, and that was a matching grant. And uh, to this date, Rotary has actually, uh, towards that matching grant, has uh, contributions of approximately $63 million. When I was out in San Diego uh, to the International Assembly, which was part of the training to be district governor, we had the opportunity uh, to uh, meet Bill Gates, and he addressed the, the assembly. And at that, I understand that that was a riveting event. Yes, and at that time, it uh, uh, was an additional grant of a hundred million dollars uh, plus a hundred. Well, actually, it was a total of two hundred and fifty-five. What, 50, 155 what yeah. is that, John? Yeah, it was over 300 million, right? Because well, I was a little confused by that. First he gave one grant. It was a matching grant. We almost hit the post. Right. Then he's given another big chunk of change, correct? Absolutely. So he's completely committed. I, I, my question is, is he a Rotarian? He ought or to be. He mm-hmm. ought to be. And the folks at home ought to be. And we're going to tell you about that in just a minute. But let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. This is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell. Our very special guest is uh, District Governor-elect David Green. And tell us, Sarah, about some of the people who bring us Radio Rotary every week. Well, as you know, Jonah, we couldn't be here without the generous support of the Rotary District 7210 and the clubs of Arlington, Blooming Grove, Washingtonville, Kroger's Valley Cottage, Fish. Highland Hyde Park and Kingston. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary in just 60 seconds. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. Hi, welcome back to Radio Rotary. I am Sarah O'Connell, the co-host. I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Jonah. So kind. <laughs> Jonah Tribwasser. He pays me to say that. And our very special guest this week is our district governor-elect, David Green, who is a, a young, younger than springtime. I'm going with that. I'm sorry. Okay. Because okay? you forgot. That's right, I did. I, I'm mad at you now. That well, would be you, know, you Jonah. Not, not Forgetting to, comes with Okay, age, you know? well, there you go. Um, anyway, David, thank you for joining us here on Radio Rotary. And we were talking off mic a little bit about the matching grants that the Gates Foundation has gifted to Rotary and their participation, their commitment. And you had been out to uh, San Diego, which was what conference and what happened there? Well, that was International Assembly. That was a training of all the district governor-elects. It was approximately 520 uh, district governor-elects from, from all around the world. The world, world, the world that yeah. was a great opportunity to meet so many people from so many different cultures, and that was an eye-opener for me. And what has the Gates family done? Uh, we were talking about the very generous contributions they've made, but you've got some actual facts and figures in helping stamp out polio around the world. Uh, yes, Jonah. It was started back in 2007 when the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation actually gave $100 million, which was actually a challenge grant to Rotary uh, to raise the uh, same equivalent amount of funds. To date, towards that particular challenge, Rotary has actually raised $62 million. And it's important to remember that is a three-year challenge grant. That's fabulous. That's absolutely fabulous. And, you know, I, I, this is not the only thing that Rotary concerns itself with around the world. Another uh, project that uh, Rotarians are very interested in is uh, clean, potable drinking water. 
And um, that's probably our next major challenge after we stamp out polio. Would you agree? Well, I would say yes. Uh, at this point, it's reinforced that Rotary's main emphasis and priority is the polio issue. And after that, they will deal with other worldwide issues. But However, uh, it is known that one of the major uh, emphasis for 2009-2010 outside of polio is, is clean water and sanitation. Uh, that is a major effort uh, of John Kenny, and he has asked all our clubs to work towards that goal. And John Kenny is our upcoming uh, Rotary International President. Yes, he is. You know, every year, uh, David Green, uh, District Governor-elect for Rotary District 7210, the Rotary International President picks a theme. And this year's theme from Rotary International President uh, D.K. Lee of uh, Korea is Make Dreams Real. In your coming year, as district governor, what dream would you like to see made real? What, what, would you, what's your, what are some of your goals as district governor? Well, we have many goals. And a lot of our goals follow the Rotary International strate- uh, Strategic Plan. But uh, some of our goals and my goals would be as well as, of course, to work towards eradicating polio. I think that's everybody's universal goal. But also we have other ones, uh, increase our membership and retention in our clubs, and that includes actually looking and trying to bring in younger Rotarians into Rotary and also uh, increasing the diversity of individuals who are Rotarians to match our clubs to, to our uh, demographics of our areas that we serve as part of it as well. And you and I are example of the younger uh, effort and way. Keep I am rubbing s- it in, O'Connell. I am so impressed, though. He's been a Rotarian a lot longer than I have, <laughs> though. That's what I'm so impressed with. I want, Can I just jump away from Rotary stuff for a minute and talk Why about sure. talk about uh, David? Yeah, our, uh, okay. our, our listeners love to know about uh, some of the background of our listener, of our guests. And, and I, of course, am very nosy. So I've already announced that you're single, however, you... Go ahead, because you want to validate it. She's going to hear this. Validate it. Yes, there is somebody uh, who I... uh, uh, Is in your life? Yes, there is. Okay. (laughs) You don't have to say (laughs) Sorry to disappoint you ladies in the listening audience. But he is is a young, lovely, professional, community-minded, generous of spirit, intelligent man who is representing our district this year. Um, and what is it that you do besides Rotary? What is your profession? Gee, Sarah, thank you for all that wonderful <gasps> stuff. You can pay uh, me too later, you know, right yes, after Jonah. Yes. Ka-ching, ka-ching. I'm a commissioner of elections for Orange County. And oh, do people pay you? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. That was bad. That could get you in trouble. You know, uh, people say, well, he's elections commissioner. It means he works the primary day and he works election day and he's off the rest of the year. Is that correct? No. No, I've heard that uh, ever since I've been there. I've been there since 2000. So, it's, uh, gee, it's been nine years uh, uh, being election commissioner. My and I've, I've heard that joke. And believe me, well, not, that's, no, that's not true. Okay, but second only because you used to be a banker. Second only to bankers' hours. Because I'm a banker, too, so um, I still hear that. Yes, yes. They all think that you're, you're off by 3 o'clock now, and you play golf. But now you're giving people an uh, idea how old I am. <laughs> yes, I was, uh, I was a banker, for a uh, small business banker, for uh, many years before I was commissioner. Well, probably the biggest news uh, as election commissioner is that they're going to be changing the voting machines. Those old lever machines, the mechanical lever machines, I understand, are going out. We're getting new voting machines. Is that correct? That's correct. Actually, we have those machines in place now, and we have been using them as ballot marking devices. Uh, or optical scan systems uh, that we, we have in Orange County. How do uh, you know these things, Jonah? Because I Because you're I Jonah. No, I read the newspaper. <laughs> so we're talking about the machines where you, you fill in a, a, a little box like you would on the SATs or other standardized tests, and it gets read uh, by the computer? 
That's precisely the case with the machines. But what's interesting about these machines, and you refer to the lever machines, uh, the new machines are fully uh, capable of helping any individual who needs uh, the service of the machine. They could, if somebody's blind, they, they could uh, use a, a headset and, and they could work through the machine using what's referred to as an ATI, which uh, will allow them to, to vote and create a ballot. User-friendly. Right. Now, I'm getting back to Rotary now with District Governor-elect David Green of uh, District 7210, the Hudson Valley. Uh, we've talked a lot about uh, some of the great humanitarian efforts that we have here in Rotary, but let's talk about some of the fun things that happen in Rotary. Um, what kind of social events have you seen uh, in your travels around the Hudson Valleys that uh, that Rotary clubs do, or especially your own? Well, it's it's important, uh, especially starting with the, with our weekly meetings, that there is fellowship in those meetings. Uh, we're all here for a common objective to do good. Uh, we're professionals. We have that ability to bring our professional skills uh, to Rotary to service those individuals around the world. But to do that, we also have to enjoy what we're doing. And uh, at our meetings, we have to – there has to be a little fun and give and take. But there's also many other projects that we, we do uh, – um, uh, to raise funds and and, and uh, outside of our normal activities, there's also, food involved. Yeah, that's true. Lots of food. There, there's a lot of food involved with Rotarian. There has to be good food. And also these uh, these events are fundraising events. Uh, n- not only fundraising, but fun F U N events, uh, social events. Cutting dumb. Yep. Ba-doom and ba-doom. if if uh, <laughs> anybody out there would like to join the fun and join Rotary, just uh, go on your computer to Rotary dot org R O T A R Y dot org. Click on the Club Locator button, type in your hometown, and the Rotary Club that services that hometown will pop up. Join us for either our breakfast, lunch, or dinner meetings, depending on the club. You will have fun, and we'd love to have you there. Now, uh, David Green, let me ask you this question. Um, We have something that we talk about, the four-way test. Very often we recite it right after the pledge to the flag. And um, this was a, a goal, an ethical goal, that was first established by Paul Harris, who started Rotary in, in 1905. Uh, what does the four-way test mean to you? Well, the four-way test is part of the, the ethical standards as a Rotarian, and, and Rotary promotes a high ethical standard uh, as business uh, professionals, and we have ability to promote that in our business. Uh, the second avenue of Rotary is, is vocational service. Uh, sometimes it has been referred to as a forgotten avenue, but it's very important that we bring that back, especially in the climate today, in the in everything that's happening out there with the economy, to uh, actually uh, uh, promote uh, the vocational service and promote ethical standards. That's terrific. Let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. This is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest District Governor-elect David Green, and we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. This is a tree that was never chopped down to make a crutch that was never needed by a child who never got polio because medicine was never in short supply thanks to people whose compassion wasn't either. Over the past 20 years, Rotary Club members have helped immunize over 2 billion children against polio. Thanks to them, the world will soon be polio-free. Rotary, humanity in motion. Hi, welcome back to Radio Rotary. I'm Sarah O'Connell, the co-host, joined by Jonah Trebwasser. We are here with our special guest, District Elect Governor, David Green, 
and we've been talking about Rotary, and we get asked many times, Joni, you're the sitting president of your club in Red Hook. That's right. I've been on the board of directors of two uh, clubs that I've been involved with over my Rotary career. We do get asked, um, how do you become a Rotarian? And did I tell you that we had an installation oh, very uh, good. just recently in the Milbrook Club? And, and it was I, I'm proud to say it, I was the sponsor of the new, newest Rotarian in the Milbrook Club. I, I think I'd like to sponsor 38,000 Rotarians. Who are listening right now? Thirty-eight thousand potential Rotarians. So, if you want to join Rotary, mention my name, and I'll get thirty-eight thousand sponsor pins. Yes. All right, and you find that out by going to Rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the club locator button, put in your hometown, and you'll find out where the Rotary Club is. And if you're in the New Windsor area, you will find out what David Green's club's all about. David, welcome back to Radio Rotary. Thank you, Jonah. And um, you've been a Rotarian. For a number of years, if you were sitting across the table right now, across the kitchen table of somebody who's listening to Radio Rotary this morning, what would you say to them as why they should join Rotary? Well, it's any individual who wants to help others. Uh, it could be in your own community, uh, projects. Uh, it could be uh, to want to help other individuals in, in other parts of the world because Rotary is an international organization. There is... Uh, Rotary International is the last part of our name. We do provide that service around the world as well as our community. So if you want to be part of a great organization that provides service as well as fellowship of uh, of uh, meeting other individuals uh, from your community uh, and, and taking part in that, I, I highly suggest that you seek us out. As well, besides Rotary.org, I also invite you to check our district website, which which is Rotary District. 7210.org. We have a wonderful uh, website uh, which details all our programs and uh, has a lot of pictures, and I invite anybody to take a look at that. And as past episodes of Radio Rotary, if you've missed them, say. just click and listen. You know, you talk about the fellowship, and uh, one of the great things I found about Rotary in my business and uh, vacation travels is that you are welcomed as a Rotarian in any Rotary club around the world. I've gone to make-up sessions in uh, Dublin, Ireland, Edinburgh, Scotland, London, England, uh, Long Island, New Jersey. You, any place I've been, I always try and stop in a, at a luncheon, and you're always treated like a, a long-lost cousin. Um, where have you gone for makeup meetings at some of the more exotic places? Well, I, I look forward to uh, to doing that. I uh, haven't had that opportunity of uh, going overseas. Uh, That's because you're younger than Jonah. Uh, Your time will come, David. <laughs> You'll be able to rattle off a list like that. Uh-huh. Just you wait. Well, in fact, David and I uh, are among many Rotarians who will be going over to the Rotary International Convention in Birmingham, England. Uh, tell us a little bit about what that's all about, David. Well, it's going to be a, a wonderful event where it will be. It will display uh, many of the programs of Rotary, have opportunity to uh, listen to uh, wonderful speakers. Uh, but it is an uh, international event. is uh, held uh, in June in Birmingham, England as well. And I uh, really look forward to going over. You know, some of the speakers uh, scheduled, uh, they're quite impressive. Uh, actress and uh, humanitarian Mia Farrow. Jane, uh, Jane, Jane Goodall. Jane the, the world-famous uh, uh, primatologist. Right. Uh, Archaeologist, lady, I think. Right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. Dr. Desmond Tudo and mm. uh, a variety of people. Our radio rotary microphones will be traveling to Birmingham, England. We will bring all these wonderful people back to you and air it right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Um, so, David Green, let's talk a little bit more about what's going to be happening during your term of office as our district governor. 
And um, what are some of the goals that you have in mind that you really want to push? Well, I think, as I said, uh, and some of our goals is definitely to increase membership and retain the members that we have. To do good deeds that we do in our district and around the world, we, ha- we have to have the membership. And there is uh, emphasis to bring new members into Rotary. So our other goals, as we said, and have been emphasis is is polio, eradicating it. But also I want to uh, – uh, so that the public in, image of uh, polio, of uh, Rotary, the recognition of Rotary around our community and our communities uh, is very important. And uh, that's very important as well. And uh, – some of the other goals as well is is uh, increased Rotary's capacity to provide service. And those services, uh, our clubs are very unique. Uh, we have 65 clubs around our district. And if you go to each one of those clubs, you're going to find each one of those clubs do services, which are a little bit different from the other. And, and actually, you do visit every one of those 65 clubs during your term of office. You have quite the, the travel schedule. Yes, I do. I'm working on that right now. And uh, you're going to have to join a club, uh, a health club, to work all these wonderful meals off because you're going to be treated to breakfast, lunch, or dinner at every one of those. Yes. uh, Unfortunately, (laughs) I have to be very careful what I eat. There's a lot of food and drink involved with Rotary. Well, in Red Hook Rotary, it's only orange juice and coffee because it's a breakfast meal. Well, I mean, you know, beverages. Uh Okay, all right. Yeah, there, there's a lot of fun, a lot of fellowship, a lot of getting together and breaking bread. Yes, and of course, if you're interested in joining, it's rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the club locator button, type in your hometown, and you will find out where you can join Rotary and the fun and the fellowship and the good works of Rotary. So, David Green, um, what happens after you're a district governor? Do you just, like, sit next to me on the porch in the rocking chair, or do you still do something else? Well, I, I would uh, still want to participate in Rotary. I mean, uh, Rotary has been part of my life since 1997, and I look to uh, continue to be involved in Rotary. And we'll see where where it takes. Uh, there is opportunities beyond being a district governor and uh, becoming a PDG, past district governor. I'll join that elite group of individuals. Do you get a pin for that? Well, there is a pin for past district governor, yes. That's what I thought. A lot of flash. (laughs) (laughs) David Green, uh, let me ask you this question now. Uh, If there was something you wanted to change about Rotary, uh, based on your experience, and you could wave the magic wand, was there anything you'd change, or do you think it's just great the way it is after over 105 years of existence? Well, you know, here's what's unique about Rotary, is it's an organization, whereas every year – uh, the leadership of the organization does change, and there is this uh, RI strategic plan to continue with continuity and to make it relev- uh, relevant uh, for the future. To be relevant, we, we really do need to uh, uh, work on the issues of water, health, hunger, and literacy. Those projects are what's critical to uh, Rot- Rotary to be a relevant in in the future generations and to build upon build upon what Paul Harris started. Yeah, you're talking about the future of Rotary, and, and interesting enough, our, our president this year, John Kenny from, from Scotland, he picked a theme that was out of the ordinary. Normally the theme, like Make Dreams Real or Rotary Cares, has to do with our humanitarian efforts, but he said the future of Rotary is in your hands. That, it was almost an, an, strictly an internal goal, except, of course, he knew, as you've already said, 
that if Rotary doesn't thrive and continue to draw in new members and new energy, we can't help people around the world. So the future of Rotary being in your hands as district governor, what specifically uh, are you going to be doing to uh, keep Rotary alive 10, 15, 20 years down the future? Well, I look uh, forward to uh, definitely, number one is we have to increase our membership. And we definitely have to bring in newer generations. We have to make sure the community knows what Rotary stands for uh, in the many good programs about Rotary. So we have to promote Rotary. So it, it is, this is part of what this initiative is, getting the word out, right, Jonah? Absolutely. And David Green, thanks so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank you. Sarah, who else brought us Radio Rotary this week? Well, besides Rotary District 7210, the clubs of Kingston, Sunrise, Millbrook, Newburgh, New Paltz, Pleasant Valley, Red Hook, and Southern Ulster. For Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasser inviting you to tune us again next week right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio for another edition of Radio Rotary. Concert for Cancer will be held on May 30th at the Aegean Entertainment Complex, 33 Academy Street in Poughkeepsie, New York. The doors will open at 4 p.m. with tickets priced at $20 for kids up to 17 years old and $25 for adults 18 and over. The proceeds will benefit the American Cancer Society of Dutchess County. Concert for Cancer will feature Disney's chart topper Tiffany Giardina, along with the 60s rock and roll group The Greyhounds. So remember, Concert for Cancer, May 30th at the Aegean Entertainment Complex with doors at 4 p.m. See you there. <laughs>